I want to give you a quick update on what's going on with Andrew Tate as we've had a development in the case today, but also I wanted to kind of address this weirdness around the case that, that like, there's so much rhetoric around it, right? He's such a polarizing figure. I never got into watching his videos. He definitely had some base takes. He's also had other takes that I'm, you know, not so sure about. Um, he's done some things that are irrefutable, that are in uh, that are hard to defend. Were they, you know, did he break the law? I don't know. You know, so many of the people that have come out have said, oh, it actually wasn't this way. There's all this mystery around it. And it seems like his, the people that really hate him seem absolutely sure of the fact that everything he's ever said, he's speaking 100% literally. And anything that anybody said about him is also 100% fact. And they're letting their emotions, um, their disdain for the individual, uh, you know, really draw their own conclusion making. And it's difficult because there are things on paper that Andrew Tate has done that are at least in a legal gray area. There are things he said he's done that is absolutely illegal. But I'm just over here in America thinking, where's this guy's trial? You know, he, he today it, it was just announced that he will serve another 30 days in Romanian court or in Romanian prison uh, as what the Romanian authorities build their case. It's so weird to me, you know, in the United States, people have a right to a speedy trial. And for what I've understood about Romanian prisons is they can hold him for up to 180 days without trial. That's six months. Uh, even if they what end up not charging him, then what he just let him, they just detain him for six months. It's so weird. I'm, I, you know, they keep saying he's being held on, you know, trafficking and all this other terrible stuff. And if he did it, okay, fine. But I'm over here thinking, man, they really are turning this guy into a martyr, whether they want to or not. Uh, the people online, this tweet here, Andrew Tate to remain behind bars for another 30 days. The Romanian court extends his attention a third time. 80,000 likes. Nobody's nobody actually knows anything about this. You know, it's people making fun of the way he looks and, you know, worshiping uh, climate goblin Greta Thunberg. Most of these people. The overwhelming <laughs> that's one funny, but the overwhelming majority of these people have no idea, no insight to evidence uh, in the case. They just know they don't like Andrew Tate. The reason I know that is because anytime Andrew Tate tweets, it gets uh, hundreds of thousands of likes. His supporters are still very strong, staunch supporters. And the longer you hold him without charges, the more his matrix theory and all this stuff uh, starts to kind of build up more steam. Now, I suspect there were some laws broken. I don't know that. That's why we need a trial. I don't think it is my opinion right now, based on the evidence we have, that maybe this is a hot take. This will never go to trial. I mean, either you have a case or you don't. Why is a guy staying, you know, incarcerated without charges or without any uh, court hearing, really any evidence presented for going on 60 days now? All this does is galvanize his base more than ever. And and the thing is, like, 
with Andrew Tate, you know, it's 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 wild to me that, you know, he's still getting his message out there, which is why even a lot of people want him banned from Twitter, which I 100% don't support because the guy has not been found guilty of anything, as far as I know. And it seems like every time some bombshell piece of evidence comes out, you know, the person that the story was linked to is suddenly saying, oh, no, that I'm not a victim. I did that willingly. But, you know, I did this. I did that. You know, people have supported him. You see this, this tweet here, 177,000 likes. Um, he just retweeted a random video or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, um, I, he's not retweeting it. Somebody's obviously, you know, following this. But, you know, 45 minutes ago, he wrote, I'm in a cell. I have extremely limited freedom of action. Every single day, I do 500 squats, 500 push-ups, practice my tiger paw technique, walk 10 kilometers, write and complete lessons for students inside the real world, read and respond to hundreds of letters. If my days in my cell are more productive than yours, you should be furious with yourself. <laughs> He's, you know, yeah, maybe. Um, you know, I think that a lot of this, you know, he's still promoting his business from inside prison. He's still getting his message out from inside prison to his tens of thousands or hundreds, hundreds of thousands of supporters. Now, again, I'm not, I'm not an educate guy in that I never like really followed him. I saw his videos and that triggered the right people. I always think that's funny. You can't take that away from him. Um, I've seen uh, videos uh, um, that are of, uh, of questionable behavior by him, but he's already been convicted in the court of public opinion. And now here's the other thing. You know, Andrew Tate went to Romania for, well, because apparently by his own words, you know, the cops are corrupt there and they can be bought. And maybe that's true. But now here's the other side of that, right? That corruption now has kind of bit him in the rear because he's being held 60 days. I mean, I would think if he was being held in America for 60 days without, you know, or 60 plus days without any kind of trial, people would be, you know, gathering outside the prisons and courthouses. They would have to expedite his trial because, I mean, it would just be such a huge circus. Uh, being in Romania, that's not a problem. There probably aren't people gathering in large numbers um, supporting him, at least offline. Um, and I don't know what to believe, right? So this says a court in Romania's capital agreed Tuesday to extend social media influencer Andrew Tate's detention on suspicion of organized crime and trafficking by another 30 days. Suspicion. You suspect it. You suspect. You suspect it. And he's in prison, in a prison cell. Um, to me, you should probably have some evidence of that, which maybe they do. Everyone keeps telling me, oh, dude, just wait. You know, people who are my friends online, they'll say, you know, you know, friends who are well, you know, that I trust are saying, oh, there's all sorts of this evidence and all this kind of stuff. Maybe there is, and I just don't have the right connections. Um, it wasn't, you know, what, but a week ago where there was a transcript that came out about two women trying to frame him, uh, and laughing and joking about it. I don't know. I mean, is the guy, you know, maybe not your cup of tea, 
Sure, but I'm only interested in is if he actually broke the law. Now, this is the third 30-day extension, so it's been it will be 90 days um, and no charges, right? He told the Associated Press that the Bucharest Tribunal approved prosecutors' request to hold the Tates for another 30 days while two women, two other women, will be put under house arrest. First of all, you know, I think you could, you know, yes, he has the means and money and stuff, it's just so weird to me that he has not been convicted of anything, but they still uh, took all of his expensive cars. Like, I don't care if you dislike the guy. What 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 right does the police have to take all of your property when you haven't even been charged with anything? Um, it, it's crazy. I suppose they probably do that in the United States too, but it, it's um it's such a bizarre case that just keeps getting weirder. So now what? He's going to sit and rot in the cell for 90 days? If you have the evidence, why aren't we going to trial? Why aren't you formally charging him with something? One of the lawyers representing the Tate brothers told journalists before Tuesday's ruling that the defense team would challenge another extension if one were issued. He insisted the defense had effectively paralyzed the evidence in the case so far that there was not enough to keep the Tates in custody. Well, I would think... You know, a post on Andrew's Twitter account before Tuesday's decision expressed confidence in his lawyers and the eventual release. A subsequent tweet said, I can easily think of myself in think myself into euphoric gratefulness for the things as simple as having air to breathe, blah, 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 blah. You know, uh, you know, the agency has said that victims were lured with the pretense of love and later intimidated and placed under surveillance and subjected to other control tactics while being coerced and engaging in, well, cam work is what it seems like, uh, for the financial gain gain of others. Essentially, a digital pimp, I think, is probably how you describe this. From what I understand, is what they're basically saying is, uh, Andrew Tate promised all this stuff to women then uh, to get them there, and then made them do cam work, and either paid them nothing or only a very small share of it, Pimping is essentially what it seems like. The new fancy word for it is trafficking because it sounds much scarier, but this is just he's pimped them out is essentially what it is um, for digital work. Um, but it seems like all these people who have stepped forward, came forward, they want to stay anonymous, which I respect, um, or they recant their story. We've had several of the re uh, people recant their stories. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I'm not a fan, obviously, of cam work in general. Um, and if he was forcing people to do it, that's obviously gross and a crime. But they just seem like they just don't have any evidence of it. Or the people that were, uh, uh, you know, standing up and saying this happened to him, they recant. So, I, you know, it's hard to not be like, well, what the heck is going on here? Um, you know, you take the Tate incarceration, you take all the infighting on the right, all this stuff going on, you start to like be like, what the heck is the Matrix the real thing? Like, it, it is so weird. I just think if the guy's guilty, put him on trial and prove it in front of the world. Okay. Um, and then that would be just the end of it, right? It would be done. Uh, if, if you made it this far in this video, hopefully today I will have earned your subscription. There's a button right down below the video where you can subscribe. I'll continue to follow the Andrew Tate trial. Hopefully he gets a trial soon. I think that's 
all, I mean, he certainly deserves a trial. I think the fact that they keep incarcerating him, um, you know, it makes me think they don't have the strong of cases they thought. That's how it looks. I could be wrong. I don't care if you like or dislike the guy. It's irrelevant. Um, what is relevant is a, a, a someone who was seen as a super influential um, uh, person for men, men's rights, um, or, or conservative values. I don't know. I don't know if you'd call them conservative. Uh, definitely not, I guess. But uh, And then he's just in jail now, and everyone's like, yeah, oh, yeah, he definitely did it. Okay, well, show me some evidence, and then we can all agree and we can move on. Otherwise, you got to let the guy out. Project Veritas is collapsing after the ouster of the creator of Project Veritas, uh, and really the the face of Project Veritas uh, in James O'Keefe. Their board is now begging their donors to stay, which they will not stay, of course. So credit to Jack Posobiec for uh, his scoop here. I have obtained a lengthy email from Project Veritas to their donors begging them not to leave after the removal of James O'Keefe. Now, let's pull up the article. He looks like he shared it with the Post Millennial, which I think he owns or the company he owns owns or something like that. Um, and you have here... This is, you know, we hope that you might continue to give us a chance. The email pleads with donors. We can't stress how separate the board's role is from the daily operation here at PV. We're still grinding and pursuing stories of great public importance. Well, maybe they could have just looked the other way on this stupid 12 grand. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're talking about self-imploding this entire this entire organization over what a twelve thousand dollar trip that uh, was a, a you know a, not technically a business write off, um, and he ate someone's sandwich. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know what else to tell you. An email obtained by the Post Millennial shows that PV has reached out to donors and asked them to stay with the company despite the founder and CEO James O'Keefe being pushed out by the board of directors. PV is a, is a not for profit operating entity. Uh, on, entirely, sorry, on the generosity of donors. Quote, we hope that you might continue to give us a chance. The email says, pleading with donors, we cannot stress how separate the board's role is from daily operations here at PV. Well, yeah, no kidding, but James O'Keefe is kind of an important piece. What did they, what were, they, this is like an angry video game nerd thing. What were they thinking? Like, did you think you were going to get rid of James O'Keefe and still operate? Did you really think that as a board? So the board, let me say, the board has uh, uh, effectively, when they decided to ouster James O'Keefe, they decided to close down Project, Project Veritas. That's that's just the facts of it. Um, you know, we are still grinding, pursuing stories. The email sent by Bethany Ronaldo, who was one of the 16 signers of the letter. Oh, coincidence, huh? Sent to the board of directors reporting personal grievances against O'Keefe. Officers uh, offers the subject line update. We hold everyone accountable, especially ourselves. The email states that an independent two-dimensional audit is being arranged to determine if the financial wrongdoing has taken place and if O'Keefe had broken administrative procedure. Why is he gone then? Why, why didn't you do that investigation first, by the way? 
The issues include breaking the bylaws of the organization by unilaterally dismissing CFO and co-opting another board member's vote by saying that the board member supported the dismissal, noting that the second board member did not. This is so spurious. Uh, is that the right word? This is so like limp wrist. This is so thin. One of the issues listed on the letter, those 16 staffers to the board, was that O'Keefe had fired the CFO without board oversight. And again, it's his company. It's ridiculous. Most recently, that letter of February 6th read, the treatment of Barry Hinckley and Tom O'Hara. By the way, they're unemployed now. They're, I mean, so is this what you wanted? Is this, like, these people will not have a job by the end of the year. Maybe sooner, probably sooner. So is that what you wanted? Is that is that you said, okay, well, he, he fired somebody we didn't like, so I guess we're just going to destroy the whole company. I have a feeling that maybe a certain drug company uh, is involved here. That's just my feeling. I don't know. I, I, I don't really know. It's just so weird. It was so weird when it happened to Papa John, too. Um, these, like, hostile takeovers by boards. Like, when they did that to Papa John, I was like, I'm not buying your pizza literally ever again. Um and that was a pizza company. This is something far more important. Other statements, you know, say that he had uh, cite professional relationships that apparently soured between O'Keefe and others, including an instance where O'Keefe called Spencer Meads a puss. Oh, no. Oh, no. Just, just fold up the entire company because uh, the CEO and owner called somebody a puss bag that works there. Also listed the email to donors is a, uh, to donors is a matter for the independent two-dimensional audit, which is whether O'Keefe used donations for private benefit. In a statement from the board on February 20th, concerns over O'Keefe's spending were brought to the fore. Among these were staff morale and board claims were excessive expenditures. Um, they were mad that he had a DJ thing or whatever, which was probably a fundraiser that maybe didn't work. Um, this is just so wild to me. Uh, that um, I don't I, I don't really understand it. I, I mean, I guess I do. Sometimes um, the most simple, you know, sometimes Occam's razor is real. And it's just, this is simply like the board got compromised. That's, that's essentially how I feel. Uh, the board got compromised and um, this is just all smoke and mirrors. That's just, that's what it seems like to me. Apparently after this single phone call, Staff across multiple departments were ready to leave PV immediately if his conduct remained unaddressed. The email offers that over the last seven years, the company saw the turnover of 140 employees. That's 20 a year. That's not that big a deal. Um, noting that they were either quit or fired. And due to 20 of those employees having been in managerial roles, that led to potential succession plan issues that threaten the long-term viability of the company. James O'Keefe is the company. By the way, let me know in the comment section down below what you think about this. And also, if you haven't yet, um, I hope today will be the day to earn your subscription. There's a red button right down below the video. Um, you know, especially videos about this, you know, YouTube does not serve up. So I'm hoping that, you know, you'll subscribe and um, share these videos. But uh, <laughs> what do you what do you think the odds are that donors would be really that pissed off even if James used the $12,000 to go fix his boat. I mean, 
Do you think that they would vote to destroy the entire company over it? Why wouldn't you just say, okay, James, you know what? You owe us 12 grand. He gets his salary is like 400K a year. So just pay it back. Just say, eh, we don't. you know, I had a job where, uh, you know, when you work for like a big corporation and you have travel expenses, business expenses, I had certain expenses rejected all the time. Um, and then I'd have to like refile my expenditures. And, uh, you know, if I was gone uh, on a trip for a client and then, you know, you file all your incidentals and they're like, well, wait a minute. Uh, we don't think 17 drinks is part of business. And then they reject it. And then I have to pay it out of my own pocket or something like that. Why not just say, oh, you just reject this and pay it back and get back to work exposing Pfizer. Of course, I asked the board to resign for their conduct. They did not. So currently, I have no position at PV on the board's actions. So I'm announcing to you all today, this is James, on President's Day, I'm packing up my personal effects from the headquarters. I'm intending to start anew. The board placed them on temporary suspension, which they also lied about, don't forget. Uh, instead, the email goes on. He requested no change in authority and that most of the officers and all of the board of directors immediately resign. Yeah, that's what I would that's what I would expect too. They then appeal to the donors, saying that the staff and board efforts at PV remain passionately dedicated to the James mission, and that they cannot control online narratives and unfortunately cannot chime in to individually defend ourselves when the public's in the public sphere at present. We can assure you. I assume they mean assure. It goes on to say, we remain steadfast and determined to expose corruption. Well, it's coming from inside the building, isn't it? Isn't it? It's it's coming from inside the building. <laughs> I don't really know what else to tell you. It's absolutely disgusting. Uh, let the company burn to the ground now. James can start a new one, and that's fine, and I'll support that. He has the support of millions. He'll be able to immediately start up something else, call it something else, and, and we'll get right back to the work that needs to be done by the end of the year, and he'll have my full support. I wanted to signal boost a friend of mine and um, in this video because she's on the ground right now in East Palestine, Savannah Hernandez. Follow her on Twitter, uh, sav underscore says underscore. She's absolutely ferocious. And uh, she's getting some amazing videos. And there's even new shocking videos coming out. Now that independent journalists are on site, independent non-mainstream media is on site, recording things, uploading things, doing interviews, things of that nature, it looks far worse, uh, far worse than what we thought. Here's Savannah Hernandez says, I'm on the ground in East Palestine, Ohio, ahead of Trump's visit. She says, quote, uh, the air, you should watch her video on it. Air smells extremely toxic near local creeks. Chemical sheens still visible over the water. However, the EPA is still telling residents that air and water supplies are safe. I mean, how could you possibly do that? By the way, shout out to Savannah for being on the ground. I got something brewing with her uh, coming up soon. Stay tuned. Then she wrote, I saw these workers on one of the local creeks. Lots of chemical sheen visible as they walk through the water. This looks like they were taking samples from the area. Extremely toxic smell here. I mean, what is going on? You know, you see this video. 
you, right where they're standing, they're standing in the water. You can see the chemical sheen where they stand. You can't even, I mean, like, this is Savannah Hernandez. Every step this guy takes, there's chemicals in the water. There's a huge chemical sheen there. I mean, if I can see it plain as day, the PPMs must be off the charts. You see East Palestine Lives Matters hang in windows of local businesses affected by the toxic derailment. Locals lining up uh, awaiting Trump's arrival. One person showed up with Trump is mental ill sign. Residents were not pleased. Um, locals have started chanting no more Joe as they await Trump's arrival to East Palestine. I mean, Trump just I mean, the fact that he got there before Joe Biden and Joe Biden still hasn't gone uh, is great. Uh, is, is just a huge W for him here in the Midwest. You know, Savannah Hernandez interviews some people. Uh, my daughter can't go outside without getting a rash. In East Palestine, local talks to S Senator J.D. Vance, telling him that she was at the town hall meeting last week where residents were left without information or why they're having these reactions. Here's another person she interviewed. Quote, since, and by the way, you should watch all of her videos. She's doing all the hard work, so that's why I'm not playing them. Um, and I really respect the work that she does. Uh, at Sav underscore says, here she interviews another person, quote, since Saturday after the derailment, my stepdaughter started developing a rash, hives all over her body. Her lungs felt like they were on fire. This woman who lives 3.5 miles outside of East Palestine shares how residents in other towns have been fearing post-train derailment. Of course, she also asked Donald Trump what uh, is being done, if he were, if he, what, it would, what he would do if he was in office. He wrote, or he said that FEMA would have been there a long time ago. Um, you know, Joe Biden should be there. All this kind of stuff. Like Sav is absolutely crushing it down there. Uh, he went to, you know, he had he went and paid for the fire department departments at McDonald's and absolute like uh, great, um, you know, photo op and stuff like that. Turning point also on the ground shared this video. The chemical contamination in East Palestine, Ohio, is not only in the air, soil, and river, but is in excuse me, spotted in gutters and on vehicles. Now, a lot of people, you know, I don't know what else to tell you when I'm looking at this. You can see it on the windshield wipers. Like, imagine walking around in that. Is it, you know, maybe something, it's like, oh, okay, maybe this, you could explain it this way. Or maybe you could explain it that way. Or maybe you could explain it this way. I feel so bad for the people who are living there. And like, they don't know what the heck to do. They open the internet and they see all these videos and this chemical stuff in their water and their air smells bad and all this kind of stuff. And then you got Pete Booty Judge rolling up and saying, nah, dude, everything's fine. I mean, I waited 20 days to get here, but, you know, everything's fine. By the way, Transportation Secretary Pete Booty Judge finally visited East Palestine on Thursday, 20 days after the derailment that uh, that left Ohio community reeling and begging for answers from the Biden administration. This is such a bad look. The former mayor donned a hard hat as he toured the site with investigators a day after Trump told the locals they had been betrayed by the White House and federal government. They were. Booty Judge was talking with residents when reporters approached him about why it took so long for him to visit the town of 4,700 people, still very much impacted by the hazardous chemicals that contaminate the air, water, and soil within five miles of the rail accident. The transportation secretary and uh, had an has, had, has faced intense backlash from both Republicans and Democrats for a slow response to the disaster. 
that has prompted fears that the uh, release of toxic chemicals will lead to long-term illnesses, including cancer. Mayor Pete, why did you take an entire two and a half weeks to actually get here to respond to East Palestine? Asked Severina Hernandez, <laughs> a reporter for Turning Point USA. Will you apologize to the residents of the city for your slow response to the government's slow response? Do you have any apologies? The press secretary for the transportation secretary, Carrie Arndt, is seen in the video telling Hernandez and other reporters that she'll answer their questions, but not on camera. And when asked why the camera can't be on, Arndt responded, that's a little aggressive. He spoke to National Transportation Secretary Board Investigators, on the side of the tracks 24 hours after Trump handed out water and food to residents and praised the courage of first responders. In a tweet on Thursday morning, Booty Judge, the morning I'm in this morning I'm in East Palestine, Ohio, to see the site of Norfolk Southern derailment, hear updates from investigators, and meet first responders. And he got absolutely destroyed. As he confirmed that he would be going and then tried to take a photo of a journalist, by the way. They're trying to intimidate journalists. So earlier this week, before he announced the Thursday visit, it a reporter from the Daily Caller confronted him in the street. He confirmed that he would be going, then tried to take a photo of the journalist while he was walking around Washington, D.C. with his husband, Chastin. Um, that is an intimidation tactic. Uh, nothing more, nothing less. When the reporter pressed him again, he declined saying, no, I'm going to refer you to the comments that I made to the press. This guy, here's what's going to happen. Pete Booty Judge is the fall guy for this. Um... He's he's going to have here's Ohio mother pass message to Biden East Palestine residents whose daughter 15 got rashes tells the White House to send medical help. I mean, is this some sort of crazy, you know, mass hysteria? Is sure, it, it, you know, it no, I don't think so. I think when you have like all these chemicals pouring into the atmosphere, um, the water supply, um, maybe it's time to take a look at something, you know, and. The fact that really Joe Biden doesn't care. I mean, Joe Biden took the time to go to fly over to Ukraine. He's got no time uh, for East Palestine. And to be honest with you, it's also extremely telling, right? Joe Biden doesn't care about Ohio. If this was in California, he'd he'd been there, you know, or whatever, some Democrat state. Now, I'm not sure who on the Democratic side is actually calling this out, but I'm suspecting that if they care about keeping their positions, keeping their jobs, all this kind of stuff, that they're absolutely going to. Because I don't think this is a partisan issue. It shouldn't be a partisan issue. Um, of course, literally everything gets made to be a partisan issue. But um, you have, you know, you have Pete Booty Judge arguing with reporters, trying to intimidate them by taking their pictures, refusing to go, uh, do his freaking job. Um, you know, I, I would definitely, you know, call outright immediate for the immediate removal of Pete Booty Judge from his position. If Joe Biden was any bit, uh, if Joe Biden wanted to prove he's not completely brain dead, uh, he would do that immediately. Um, you know, heads need to roll over this. And if they don't, then guess what? It's just going to come back up in the election season. You don't think Trump's going to pound this? Trump's going to tell everyone how Joe Biden abandoned the Midwest to go over and uh, suckle at the teat of Vladimir Zelensky, the guy who's taking all of our money for a proxy war with Russia. Um, and, and he's going to lead us into World War III because Joe Biden is a total moron 
or uh, they have some sort of pictures or compromising information about his son. I mean, this is all happening right out in plain sight. Everyone can see it. It's no longer a conspiracy. It's like factually fact-backed evidence based. I mean, why are what you know? Why are we still giving Ukraine all this money? I no more money until you go to the peace talk table. What kind of moron just keeps giving the guy more more money and more arms? No, no more until you go to the peace talk table. Period. And and you know, by the way, also until I take care of my own citizens in East Palestine, Ohio. Sorry, uh, you know, warmongers. I've got to take care of my own constituents. You'll never see that from Joe Biden. He's an absolute loser. Uh, God, I just this East Palestine thing has really, really shown uh, this moron and his administration's true colors. I hope you were informed by this video. If you were, I've been covering it. I will continue to cover it. So please subscribe down below. Also, make sure you follow Sav underscore says underscore Savannah Hernandez on Twitter. She's on the ground right now doing amazing work. Uh, and I got to give credit where credit is due on that. I hope you enjoyed this video. We'll talk to you again real soon.